0: really shouldn't he says it's appointed for man to die once and then we know babies are born and so people are born every day and people die every day i know when it's close to us it it's a little different but nevertheless this will continue till jesus comes back to this world people will die and babies will born just the way it is all we can do, as Brother Scarlett mentioned, is just love one another while we have them here, yes. because we don't have them yes. forever. The only way we're gonna have each other forever is when we get to heaven. Yes. This is again why the church is so central in your relationship with Jesus Christ, because if you want to have each other for forever, the only way to do that is to live for Christ. Amen. Yes. Other than that, Amen. we only have each other temporarily. Right. right. Amen. So life happens, and so what are you gonna do? And now today is Pentecost Sunday. This was the day over 2,000 years ago when the church began. This was the birthday of the church over 2,000 years ago. And so we're assembled together in this place, and we're still going. The church is still going because the Bible says the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. So when Jesus said that, he wasn't just saying it because it's (laughs) over 2,000 years. And a lot of people don't like the church, you know, um, they, they, they don't appreciate the church because the church, you know, challenged them to be different, <laughs> to, to, to be Christ-like. And they don't want to be Christ-like. So they want to get rid of the thing that, steered, that, that makes them have to look in the mirror and challenge themselves. So if they could get rid of the church, they would. Can't get rid of the church. So there's a lot going on, but God wants to speak to your heart this morning. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. I send the hit squad out for Sister Lillian. i got hit squads. Every once in a while, i got to send people out that's going to rough you up and say, where you been? I need you get back in the house of the Lord. Amen. 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 I know she was into some stuff, but I still, whatever. you all are not here, I miss you. So as much as you may be doing important things, I hear you, but I miss you when you're not here, all of you. And so we're glad to have Sister Lillian back in the house of the Lord. Did you give her my message, Molly? You, you weren't afraid to tell her what I said, were you? All right, good. All right, gotcha. Molly. All right, well, let's stand and let's get into the Word of God. Amen. Uh, somebody got to help me preach this morning. Amen. Amen. We had a great uh, little seminar yesterday on leadership at the family church with Brother McFarlane and his congregation, and that was very good. They didn't expect what they got, but they were grateful for what they got. <laughs> That was pretty good so here we go again doing what the Lord wants done Acts chapter 1 Acts chapter 1 we're going to begin in verse 4 and we're going to read verses 4 through 14 amen I want you to read with me and not let me read by myself can you do that with me amen. we'll just keep on rolling together amen amen let's read and he said unto them it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the father had put in his own power but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth and when they had spoken these things while they beheld he was taken up And a cloud received him out of their sight And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up Behold, two men stood by them in white apparel Which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus which is taken up from you into heaven Shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven Then returned they unto Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet which is from Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey. And when they were come in, they went up into an upper room where abode both Peter and James and John and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus and Simon Zelotes and Judas, the brother of James, these all continue with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus. Amen. A lot of reading, but I hope that added to your understanding in the word as we read together. I want to talk to you today on this topic. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Amen. As we pray this morning, pray for Sister Hydea and her family. Pray um, for my grandson. He still have a little bit of complication. That God will touch him and just bring him through. That he will be healthy and ready to go. Can't wait and um, pray for God to do something in you today. Will you do that with me, Lord Jesus? This morning we thank you for your word. We thank you for what you will do in this place before we depart from this place. We thank you for what you've already done. We have great expectation, Lord, that whatever need that we have, you can supply what we need. We know, Lord God, that you are omniscient. We know you're omnipotent. We know, oh God, you're omnipresent. And what we need, you can do exceeding and abundant above whatever we may ask or think. I pray this morning that you have your way in this place, in our heart, in our mind, that, Lord, we will experience the miracle, the power of God moving in our life and in this atmosphere. I pray this morning, Lord, for Sister Hadia and her family, Lord God, that your power, your strength will be upon them that they will look to you, that they will experience your peace and your comfort in these times, Lord God. I pray for Liam, Lord God, that you touch him from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet and allow him, Lord, to be whole and to be normal, to be strong. And, oh God, that he will be healed in Jesus' name. Have your way this morning, oh God, when we look to you, the author and finisher of our faith. We ask your will to be done. Your kingdom come. And that, oh God... There will be a move of your spirit among us this morning. We will not fail to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory. For you are our God, and there is none else beside you. We worship you, we bow down before you, and we love you. For all these things we pray unto you this morning. In the wonderful and matchless and majestic name of Jesus Christ. Can somebody clap their hands up to the Lord and just thank Him this morning. Come on, open up your mouth and thank the Lord. Oh God, we give you the praise. and the honor. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated. Wait on the Lord. Prayer was a mark of the early church. When they were fearful, they prayed. When they were confused, they prayed. When they were waiting for God to fulfill his promise to them, they prayed. When they needed an answer to a question, they prayed. The early church was built on prayer. The church itself began with prayer. Prayer is the thing that will link us to God. We have to find ourselves praying more than we've ever prayed and not just saying words, but speaking from our heart. God, I want to connect with you. I want to feel your presence. I want to know that you're working in my life. I want to grow in you. I want to fulfill my purpose in you, oh God. Will you do something in me that I can experience those things, Lord? Jesus had instructed his disciples to witness the people of all nations about him. That's what he had instructed them. He says, I want you to be witnesses to all nations. And he named first where they need to go. But he wanted them to be witnesses to all nations. But before they went and became witnesses, he told them to wait. He said, you're going to be my witnesses. But before you be my witnesses, I got to pour out my spirit for you that my spirit will fill your heart, fill your life and then you can go. But until I do that, I want you to wait. Let me tell you something. Whatever mission God sends you on, he will provide the provision. Whatever God tells you to do. He will supply what is needed for you to do what he commands you to do. We don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be concerned or worried. If we read it in the word of God and it's, refer- it's referring to us, we can go ahead and do it. If God's speaking into our mind, we can go ahead and do it and not worry. Because whatever God says to do, he will supply and provide what's needed. Amen. Yes, he will. While the apostles waited, they were doing what they could. We can't do very much, church, without Jesus. A lot of times we think we can do a whole lot and you know what always reminds us of that? Death always reminds us how little power we have. Because if we had power, we would stop every, well not every, but most death, we would be able to stop, we would stop it if we had that kind of power. But death tells us, you don't have no power. We don't have any power. Outside of Jesus, we don't have any power. And I knew I read in the text that says, All power is given unto him in heaven and in earth. So Jesus has all power and whatever power anyone will have, Jesus is just allowing you to share in that power. We don't have any power. No. And so while they waited, they waited doing only what they could do. You always hear me say, do what you can do and let God do what he does. Don't don't try to do for God what God do, does and, and, and then try to do yours. Let God be God and do his part and you do what you're supposed to do. Sometimes we find ourselves trying to do God's part and I'm shaking my head like we can't even do our own part. How in the world we think we can do God's part? What they could do was pray. What they could do is seek God's guidance. What they could do is be organized while they were waiting for God. Hmm. Waiting for God to work does not mean sitting around and do nothing come on help me somebody waiting for God don't mean I can just chill because I'm waiting for God somebody said to me yesterday God know where you'll find me when he needs me and I'm shaking my head by saying oh yeah so what you think you're supposed to just stay where you are and do nothing and wait for God to come and find you huh guess what God don't have to look for assembled together as a church it's for God to give you instructions through the preacher. And so when the preacher preaches the word, that's God giving you instructions. And now the question is, what are you going to do about it? Don't look at me when I'm preaching. Act like I'm not even here. Just listen to what it's being said. Because all I can do is deliver God's word. I am nothing. But the big question be for all of us. How are we responding to the instructions God is giving us? Praying, worshiping, devotion, and service according to God's purpose is what we do while we're waiting on the Lord. Amen. I'll say that again. Praying, worshiping, our devotion And service to God must be what we do while we wait on the Lord. Amen. Amen. If you haven't figured this out yet, guess what? We are in a perpetual state of waiting on the Lord. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. If you want to just boil it down in a nutshell, we like to say, you know, in a nutshell, we are in a perpetual state. Of waiting on the Lord. Amen. What do you mean by that preacher? Well, guess what? We can't get to heaven unless we have the Holy Ghost. Did you know that you need the Holy Spirit to get to heaven? Not my word is the word of God. The Bible says, if you have not my spirit, you're none of me, my, my mind. And so the bottom line is in order to get to heaven, plus it's the Holy Ghost that will enable you send to heaven not anything you can do so we need the Holy Ghost to get to heaven okay it's God's seal of approval we need the Holy Ghost and so the bottom line is while we are here we need the Holy Ghost so if we don't have the Holy Ghost we are supposed to be waiting for the Holy Ghost but remember waiting don't mean do nothing right while we're here, we're waiting on the Holy Ghost. Guess what? If you have the Holy Ghost, guess what you're doing? You're waiting for the second coming of Jesus because now you're looking forward to him returning and coming in the sky and, uh, and bringing his church out of the earth to heaven. So you're either waiting on the Holy Ghost or you're either waiting for the second return. Either way, you're waiting. Oh Oh But remember, Waiting is not doing nothing. Right. So what are you doing while you're waiting to receive the Holy Ghost? What are you doing while you're waiting for the second coming of the Lord? Because waiting means to do something. Waiting, we ought to be praying while we're waiting. Waiting means we ought to be worshiping God while we're waiting. Waiting means we ought to live a devoted life to Him while we're waiting. Waiting means to continue to seek purpose. Service to him while we're waiting. I know, yes, for some of us, we're waiting for him to do a miracle in our life, and that's fine. I know some of us need a healing. Some of us need loved ones saved. Some of us need deliverance from bad situations. Some of us need financial blessings. Some of us need spiritual breakthrough. So we're waiting for those things. I know but all of those things that I I just named you can get to heaven without having those Mm -hmm. even spiritually where you are if you're not sinning but you haven't aspired to a higher height you can still get to heaven Mm -hmm. I'm not telling you to just not aspire to do more for Christ but I'm just telling you the two waiting that you're doing for God is the ones that's going to give you eternal life Amen. waiting for the Holy Ghost and waiting for his second return. Amen. And those are the two that matter. All the other waiting, we can wait. But those are the two that matter. But while you wait, what are you doing? <laughs> Watch this in Acts chapter 1, verse 10. And eleven it says, And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by him in white apparel, I love this. Which also said, ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus which is taken up from you into heaven shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. Now, I know that he told them he will uh, send the Holy Ghost and they will receive the Holy Ghost. But he also was telling them, here, I'm coming back for you. Right. Just this is, this is specific. He says, in light manner, you see me go? Remember, they were watching. And he just started ascending, ascending. And they're watching him go from the ground all the way up. And he's going, and he's going, and he's going. And they're watching. And before you know it, he was gone. And they were still looking up. Like, oh, snap, he really left. <laughs> and the angels were standing by and says, oh, don't you worry. You see how he just ascended up like that? Well, he can descend just like that. And so he's coming back just like you saw him left. He's coming back like that. Jesus is coming back, church. Jesus is coming back. Just like he left here, he's coming back here. Because he left something here he left his church here yes. he left his spirit here yes. and he ain't going to leave his spirit here forever he ain't going to leave his church here forever so he's coming back for his spirit he's coming back for his church because that's what he left here amen uh-huh. oh, yeah. here that we just read the text we just read at the beginning is the first corporate prayer meeting the church ever had amen Still waiting for more people to attend corporate prayer on Saturday at 630. But anyway, you know, just thought I'd mention that. But this was the church's first corporate prayer meeting. And that's what started the church, a prayer meeting by believers. Prayer is how we stay connected to the Lord Jesus. Uh Prayer is how we put ourselves in the hand of the Lord Jesus. See, some of us, we we have not put ourselves in the hand of God for him to do whatever he wants with us because we're not praying. But when you pray, you put yourself in the hands of God and God will do whatever he wants with you. You hear me say sometimes? Jesus is your God, but he's not your Lord. Not a good thing. Not a good thing if Jesus is your God, but not your Lord. Because him being your God just simply means to you, I need him to watch over me and to do things for me, to protect me and keep me. I pray to him and he does stuff for me. That's what him being your God means. Him being your Lord means... He rules my life. Yes. Oh yes. He's in total control of my life. He tells me what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's with him being the Lord. Nobody don't want him to be Lord. Everybody wants to be God. Mm-hmm. Yes. But when you pray, he can become your Lord. Because yes. prayer puts you in the hand of God and says, Here I am, Lord. Because when you pray, what you're really admitting is I can't without you. That's what you're admitting when you pray. That Lord, I need you, and without you, I cannot do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The text talked about they all continued. The word continued the notes. They were they, they persevered. They continued to pray. Constant attention, constant devotion to the Lord. That's what it means. They continue. We will give ourselves continually the prayer and the ministry of the word. It is their main and constant employment to continue to seek God, to continue to pray. When we pray corporately together as a body or as the body of Christ, there is no schism, no division, no divided interest, no, no discordant purposes. That's what prayer does. It unifies us that's why when we pray right before we pray we say here's what we're going to pray about because it means we're all praying on one accord we're all praying the same thing we're we're, we're having the same thoughts of direction we're praying the same purposes and when we do that we're unified prayer unifies us more than anything else and it's the least attended thing than anything else we want to be unified but we're not praying Psalms 133 verse 1 says behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity right. and you dwell together in unity first by prayer because if we pray together we can be unified because we're praying the same things we're having the same expectations we're going in the same direction amen oh yes when we don't pray we're divided everybody have their own thoughts and ideas when we don't pray. But when we pray together for God's will to be done and seek his purpose and take what the scripture says and begin to pray those things and begin to expect those things to happen, then we are unified. Yes, amen. amen. Mm -hmm. Praying in one accord unifies us. The church was born at a prayer meeting. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. That should encourage us to continue to pray. Yeah. If that's how the church got started, yeah. that should encourage us. Uh huh. There is as intimate a relation between prayer. Turns. How does it rain? We should have learned this in third grade. It rained because vapors go up, Ethan. The sun shines, evaporates, water, moist. Moisture goes up. And when the clouds are filled, what happened? They open up and they send rain. So God always shows us the natural way of how things work. And then he revealed to us that that's how working works in the spiritual as well. So yeah. prayer and worship prayer and worship is vapor. Come on. Prayer yes, sir and worship jamali and praise and devotion to god is vapor going up into the clouds and when we begin to pray and when we begin to worship and when we begin to praise and give the lord adoration when we give god a heart and our mind when we lift up the name of jesus when we begin Can I show you what happened Thursday night? In case you missed it. Just what I'm talking about. Evangelists can do what you saw here Thursday. It's very difficult sometimes for pastor pastor pastors the flock. And I love you guys and I'm trying to do everything with everything in mind. We got out of here, what, 920. Mm -hmm. But here is what I'm showing you. This is how Brother Hurt operates because I I've seen him and how he operates. Most men of God and women of God that God used prophetically, they don't really preach. Amen. They kind of just, you know, share the word of God. Yeah. yeah. They, they kind of share, because all while they're doing that, they're trying to feel what God is trying yeah. to do. So they don't really do a whole lot other than try to feel after God. And so they'll just Talk a little bit, talk a little bit, okay, okay. Try to feel what the Spirit of God is doing. Try to feel what the Spirit of God is doing. Mm. It wasn't until we started praying like we never prayed yeah. Thursday night mm. that the Spirit started operating in this yes. spirit. Yes, yes. 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 If, if, if you will ever get it and realize we want everything easy, but that's not how it works. We gotta set the vapor, and when we set the vapor, God don't have no choice. There. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It don't work any other way. God already established that. That's how it rains in this earth. Vapor goes up, house get filled, rain come pouring down. That's the natural. And so it is in the spiritual. If we don't start worshiping, if we don't start praising, if we don't start praying like we like our hair is on fire, then no paper go up and nothing come down. And you're looking around like, ain't nothing happening. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, ain't nothing going to happen. And we proved it Thursday night. We had to go an extra hour almost for something to happen. Yeah. Because we weren't sending anything up. Yeah. The man was just talking about the word of God. We weren't sending anything up. Oh. And then he realized, because he's done this a whole lot, he realized, oh man, I, I, I got to send up some vapor now. I got to I got to send up something to heaven for something to come down. And as soon as we prayed, like our hair was on fire, now all of a sudden the gift started operating. Oh, yeah, yeah. You think that's by coincidence? No. Oh, no. You think that's... Then what are we going to do about it? Because that's not coincidence. That's how the kingdom works. If we don't set up praise, if we don't pray, if we can sit still, nothing happens because we're not really waiting when we're sitting still. We come to church and we sit still and we said, well, I'm in church. Guess what? You're not waiting on the Lord. You showed up, but you're not waiting on the Lord. Because when you're waiting on the Lord, you're doing something. When you're waiting on the Lord, you're praying. When you're waiting on the Lord, you are worshiping. There's praise. There's there's thanksgiving. When you're waiting on the Lord, you're doing something. You're lifting your hands. You're lifting your voice. You say, God, I adore you. I worship you. You are my God. And more than anything else, you are my Lord. Oh, Jesus, have your way. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, I bless your name, and as we open up our mouths, as we lift our hands, as we guarantee you when they sat in that room or they stood in that room the Holy Ghost didn't fall right away. I guarantee you that yeah, it wasn't right there and there the Holy Ghost fell. But then the scripture says they prayed. They continued in one accord in prayer. They continued in one accord in prayer. And as they began to pray and they kept praying, they persevered. They were praying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They burned. Oh, vapor. Yeah. Vapor. Yeah. Vapor. Yeah. Vapor, yeah. vapor. The process. The way our God does things. It's working. And the more they prayed, oh man, the more vapor was going up. The more vapor was going up. And all of a sudden, guess what? The clouds were filled. And guess what? It just burst open. And here come the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. The first time man had ever been filled with the gift. Experience our Experience miracles, we got to learn how to wait. If we're going to experience deliverance, we're going to have to learn how to wait. If we're going to experience our families being saved, we're going to have to learn how to wait. If we're going to see our lives transformed, we're going to have to learn how to wait. Oh God. He said, wait. God says, wait, no matter what he has in store for you, you've got to wait because you've got to be prepared to handle what he's going to give to you. We all want God to give us things, but God wants you to be prepared to handle what he will give you. How do you think you're going to handle what God is going to give you if you're not prepared, if you're not strengthened, if you're not equipped to handle it? Well, wait Prepare you to handle what God is going to give to you. Can you imagine God move on your family that are unsaved? And they all decide, I got to give my life to God. They all decide, I got to get right. And now they come to you and start asking you questions and you have no answers. And they're going to say, hey, you've been in church 20 years. Why you don't know this? That's what will happen. That's what will happen when you don't wait. Because waiting on the Lord means to turn your heart toward Him. Waiting on the Lord means to look to Him and reach out to Him and begin to just call on His name, connect with Him in prayer, worship Him, oh, in spirit and in truth. When we wait on the Lord as He has ordained for us to wait on Him, we will see changes. Because when we wait we're sending vapor up. 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 As we pray we're sending vapor up. As we worship we're sending vapor up. Oh God as we lift up his name. We're sending vapor. And I want to experience an outpouring of the spirit of God like never before. And the way I'm going to experience that is by sending vapor. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Oh God. Church, we gotta learn how to wait. Wait is how we prepare ourselves to do God's will. Waiting is us sending a vapor to heaven so he can pour out of his spirit upon us. Waiting is what we do before our miracles come. Have you ever seen anybody experience the power of God just doing nothing? I remember the Ethiopian eunuch. He was in the desert. Read this Bible. Couldn't understand it. But God is so efficient that whether you're in the desert, it doesn't matter where you are if you're waiting properly. He's going to find you. If you're waiting the way you're supposed to wait, God is going to come and visit you. Whether he himself comes or he sends his servants, but he's going to come. Dude was in the desert on his chariot, reading the word of God, but not understanding it. And God sent Philip right by him because he was waiting. He wasn't sitting there doing nothing, talking about, well, God knows he all-knowing, he knows. Uh-huh. He know where to find me. I ain't got to go into no building. He know where I'm at. <laughs> Man, when we going to learn these things? Mm-hmm. But that's why God had me preach these things, right? Oh, yeah. Let's stand. Okay. Waiting is not sitting around, church. When we talk about wait, can we understand that before we leave here this morning, that when we talk about wait, we're talking about engaging with the Lord. Yes, yes. Waiting don't mean sit around and do anything. It's amazing that the restaurant industry calls servers waiters and waitresses. Are they just doing nothing? Your waiter does, does nothing? Your, your, your waitress does nothing? Or do they serve you? And that's called waiting on you. We're waiting on God. As the waiter and waitresses are waiting on tables, we're waiting on God. What do you do when you're serving people? You're waiting for everything that they need. Every need that they have, you're there to take care of it. We're waiting on the Lord. And we're supposed to do what the Lord wants us to do. We're supposed to do the things that will please God. That's how we wait for God. We can't back down now. Life is moving, church. I started by letting you know life is moving and everything will continue to happen and the only thing we have is what we do for Christ. The only thing we have is our relationship with Jesus, but we can't make this a casual relationship. We can't make this this thing that we just, it's its just kind of a traditional thing that we do. I don't know if, if, if I can't do it. I can't just keep doing something that is not meaningful. After a while I'm like, ah. So if you find me doing something that's meaningless, after a while I'm done cuz it's stupid. And I got to do something that's going to be profitable. And I got to do something that means something that continues to mean something. If not, I don't want to do it. And that's what will happen to many of us to walk away from Christ because we're not waiting. Mm-hmm. And so we're not sending up any vapor. And so for that, nothing is coming from heaven. And we decide, ah. And then the devil laugh at you. Because remember what the devil told the Lord. Job only served you because of what you do for him. That's what the devil told the Lord. Job only served you, God, because of what you do for him. And then the Lord had to say, oh, Really? okay, take away everything from him that I do for him and let's see. That's something, isn't it? He said, take away everything I did for him. I gave him the family. I gave him all the riches. I gave him all of what he got. I gave it to him. Go ahead, take it away. Let's see if Job stops serving me. Don't, don't, don't let the devil laugh at you like that. Because that's what he's trying to do to every one of us. Oh, y'all only serving that God that y'all serve because he's good to you, because he loves you. But but if he if he stopped being good to you, you're not gonna serve him. You're gonna walk away. And he's been right about some of us. Because if we can't feel like God is doing something, we're acting like babies. If God's not doing it, then you're mad. Then you're not getting in the house of God, then you're not praying, then you're not fasting, then you're not reading your Bible, then you're not witnessing, then you're kind of let down on your standards and you don't really care because God didn't do anything recently. And God is saying, when last you sent up some vapor? When, when last you waited? When was the last time you sent up some vapor to me? But you mad at me because I didn't do something? Just like the one guy that God gave the talent to one talent, two talent, five talent? He gave them all something, right? And the one that had the one talent said, oh, I know you a hard man. How he a hard man when he already gave you something you didn't deserve? See how we do? We're looking for ways to try to, to, to not do what we're supposed to do. And God is trying to get us to understand the principle that I've established is the only way this works. And if you want to do it some other way, that's your business. But you're not going to tell me what you think I need to do because I'm God here. It ain't you that's God. I'm God, Amen. not y'all. Amen. So whether you want to like the way I do it or not, that's your business. But it still only work the one way. When I say wait, I mean pray. When I say wait, I mean worship. When I say wait, I mean devotion to me. When I say wait, I mean serve me. When I say wait, I mean worship. When I say wait, I mean call on my name. That's what I mean when I say wait. Because there's a principle behind it. You only see it, the, the the surface. But there's principles, upon principles, behind what God is saying, why wow, we need to do what we do. But because we stay on the surface, we never get into the principle of why he says, this is what I need you to do. Wait. On the Lord. It doesn't mean stay still and do nothing. Does devotion mean sometimes you read your Bible, you you, you, you meditate on the scripture, then you pray and you meditate? Yes. So if you want to call that stand still for a minute dear, okay. I'm okay with you being technical. Read your Bible, pray, and then allow God to speak to you by staying silent? Yes. But when he speaks to you, when he directs you, what are you going to do about it? Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, God. you are our God, Lord, and oh God, we are grateful today for the word. Lord, I'm praying that started with me and everyone in this house, I pray, Lord God, that we will not allow this word to escape us today, Lord God, but that we will hold fast to the word of God, that we will become waiters for you, Lord God waitresses for you Lord God that Lord we will wait upon the Lord, wait upon the Lord by praying by calling on the name of the Lord, by worshiping you by praising you and oh God exalting your name, we will wait on you Lord God because Lord it is your plan that we seek to fulfill Lord God and Lord we don't know the plan we can only do what you instruct us to do. We can only be what you make us to be. As we wait on you, Lord God, I pray that you have your way. I pray that you... Give us, Lord God, insight and understanding and guidance to continue to go forth to do your will. I pray in the name of Jesus that your word will stir us in such a way that, God, this church will be a waiting church, Lord God. This church will be a waiting church, Lord God, a church that will wait upon the Lord, a church, Lord God, that will do what we ought to do while we're waiting, Lord God, and not stay still, Lord God. I pray in the name of Jesus that you guide us in a way that will change our perspective. If they're wrong, perspective, if they're not right, perspective, Lord, guide us into right perspective of you, Lord God. Father, I pray that somebody today will experience you in a powerful way. Oh God, that somebody will have an encounter with you today. Oh God that they've ever had, Jesus, lift your hands today, lift your hands today before we walk out of this place, just call on his name right now, Jesus, 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 oh God, we will wait on you, oh somebody declare to the Lord that you will wait on him, somebody ask God to forgive you. We're not waiting the way you are supposed to wait on the Lord. But as of today, you will, you will wait on the Lord. You will wait on the Lord. You will wait on the Lord. Oh God, we will wait on you, for you are our God. We praise you. We honor you, Lord, and we ask for your will to be done. We give you the honor and the praise for you, the Lord, God. Somebody clap their hands and thank the Lord today. Hallelujah. Yeah. Come on, give and pray, wait on, the Lord. wait on the Lord wait on the Lord wait on the Lord wait on the Lord when you praise if you wait on him when you praise if you wait on him God bless you have a wonderful day I love you church enjoy the rest of your day listen to our service our message next service it's going to be a different message it's going to be a different message for the next service